Welcome to It Gets To Be Easy podcast, where you're granted permission to live your most healthful and joy-filled life with ease. We are your hosts, Katie and Shauna, and together we've been cracking the code to creating our own realities with ease. And now we've set out to help you grow confident in this too. Hey friend, we're so happy you're here for another episode. Today, we wanted to dig in and talk about what does it mean to ask for this or something better? So for us, we feel like it's meant that we're setting an intention for what we want, but then we're starting to acknowledge that the universe can actually have something even better in store for us. So let's unpack this today, friend. Yes, I think... Also, it's important to realize that, and we'll share as we go through this episode, but sometimes it can feel like what we wanted or how we felt it should go isn't how it goes. And that goes in line with what we're saying is this, this or something better because, you know, in our society, we have this like, you know, grip on how we want things to turn out and, when we feel like a door is closing, we forget to look left and right to see if something else is opening up. So that's what we'll dive into today as we unpack what this even means and, and how we've done it in our lives. I love that. How you brought up the, you know, a door closing and what we might automatically think about that, or maybe what our ego kind of brings up and tells us about that. Um, it's kind of this automatic fear-based thinking that we can get into pretty quickly when we have a visual of how something should go or even how we thought we wanted it to go and then it doesn't, um, we might automatically start saying things like, oh no, this is a sign. I'm not supposed to be doing this, right? I can give a ex- quick example of when um, we were moving and we had our sites on this home, you know, over a thousand miles away that we really thought we were going to live in. We really kind of felt ourselves living there you know, moving through it virtually, all of that. And right before we left for our trip to go visit, the house sold. And so, you know, I was able to kind of work through that pretty quickly because I had been in this practice of kind of starting to nourish my ego in a way that I didn't have to to tap into some of that fear. And I could trust that like, okay, well, there's something else, right? Um, and a lot unfolded in that story for us. Um that we can talk about at other times too, but I think it's just a really good example of how easy it is for us to maybe see a door closing on something we thought we wanted or were asking for, um, and then something completely different unfolds, and it's even better than what we asked for. Yeah, exactly. And there's this concept of when we talk about something our body and our cells hear it and absorb it. And we always go back to this, this or something better. And I love to center it around feelings. I am working on feeling my feelings, teaching my kids to feel their feelings. But when you know how you want to feel, then it helps you notice the nudges to stay on the right path. And so when you're saying, I want this or something better, 
I also want to add in, like, I want to feel like this. I want to make sure that this is how my life looks like, but this is how it makes me feel. Because then the more I talk about it, journal about it, I get those feelings and my body's looking for those feelings. Love that. Yes. So Katie just shared for you listeners out there about journaling. And that's a big practice in this asking for what we want piece is can we kind of embody that and live through that as we journal it out, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like before it ever even happens, right? I just you know, brought up the story of when we moved a couple years back and there was so much that I journaled. And just recently I went back and took a peek at some of that. And it was just, it brought me a lot of joy to see, um, you know, what parts of that did come to fruition that I might've even forgot that they did, right? Because you kind of just were living in the moments. And then also some of the pieces that maybe weren't yet. And then it was like this little memory jog of like, oh yeah, I wanted that. And, you know, what are the, some of the inspired actions that I can still be taking to, um, you know, kind of bring that forth into the experience now. And so there's a lot of power in journaling if that's, you know, something that you've kind of been playing with or thinking about. Um, you know, I think we bring that up quite often when we're talking to each other and, you know, can share here and empower you too. It's a really great tool to be in the moment doing that. And then also to go back and to reflect on it and to remember what it is that we are desiring and what are some of those inspired actions we're taking to get there. Yeah. And it really helps you celebrate too. And take that pause. You've talked about those where you're reflecting on, okay, wow, this is, this is cool. And I think another way to look at that is again, like I said, going back and saying, you know, maybe something happened where you questioned whether this was the right thing for you. Um, or, you know, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? It's good to go back and then let that version of yourself know this is why it had to be that way. And it turns out like this and it turns out better or just different. And that's okay. And I think that we spend a lot of time going through the motions and releasing the hustle of life allows you to go back and have those moments of reflection. And so I think it's important to make that time to talk about the wins and look at how you got to where you were so you can continue that journey of finding those good feelings. Sean and I love making things easy on our wellness journey, and you can too. If you are interested in learning more about wellness products that can supplement with ease, connect with one of us via Instagram. You can find us in the show notes and we can get you 25% off your order. Yes, a practice of gratitude, right? When you say that's kind of what you're saying it is, is this reflection and and being grateful for those moments that did turn out the way that you expected or something better. Um, and then also grateful for the ones that didn't, because we do remember that the contrast that shows up in our lives, the challenges or the things that we thought were hard at the time, 
um, are really on purpose so that we can use them and evolve with them and learn from them and grow in ways that are going to amplify what it is that we're experiencing now. Um, and so this is a great way of reflection is actually a great way to practice gratitude. And um, I think you can definitely do that in a journaling process. And it doesn't have to be like list 10 things that you're grateful for. <laughs> it can be a lot deeper than that in the sense of just looking back at what it was and um, I think you just brought up, Katie, you know, kind of journeying back. You know, for me, I kind of sometimes have been going to this like film reel, right? So where was it in my younger self that maybe I do feel a little bit of emotional um, connection with, but then also kind of, if I'm honest, I want to avoid those feelings sometimes, right? And so then I realized that that is an important signal um, to go back and to sit with that and to nourish that, you know, earlier version of myself um, and to be able to to use that in a way that is bringing the joyful experience now. And so then we don't have to kind of necessarily run or avoid or be resilient and get past <laughs> those things, but to actually kind of embody them and and be able to kind of rewrite the story of what it is that we wanted to, to gain from that experience in our now moments. Yeah. And I think that goes back to, you've talked about this before, but being okay with being slow or having alone time. And we, I mean, I think we've gotten to the point of preaching about this, but the, the morning connections or whatever it is, but taking that time to connect in with yourself, your higher self, your committee, whatever it is you want to call it. But sometimes that means resting and sitting with yourself can feel uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this in a previous episode um, or maybe a future episode. <laughs> Who knows? Um, you know, our body wants to block out the bad and that's the ego saying, hey, I want to protect you from this. Let's not let's not relive that. Let's not think about this again. And Shauna and I want to challenge you to actually sit with that and think through where is the good in there? And because there is some and it's meant for us. Um, and so I think it's important no matter if you journal, if you don't journal, but sitting for a moment alone. And if you can't find a spot alone, I'm currently recording this episode in my closet. So there's that. Um, <laughs> but just taking a minute. And I think it is important for all of us to have that. Yeah. That alone time is a really big, important piece that we can encourage um, and a practice that we have really embodied ourselves. And that's why we can come and chat about it is that it really has facilitated this growth. And alone time means different things and it means different places, right? You know, Katie just shared she's hanging out in her closet to get that time to share. And, you know, sometimes it might mean that you just get five minutes to yourself and it is okay also to know that you are just being in that moment versus doing. So we are sharing some doing things that can facilitate your growth process, but I think there's a lot to be said for making sure that we are allowing space to just be. And, you know, when Katie and I introduced our 
story to you all um, about how we both experienced injury and recovery in 2022, a big part of that message that we received from our higher selves and the growth work that we did during that time had to do with rest and honoring the fact that, holy cow, I'm going to actually be tired (laughs) because I'm doing this healing process, right? And at that point, we're doing physical healing too, but we know that it was much bigger than that and a lot of spiritual Um, healing and nourishing our ego work came out of that. Um, But I wanted to bring that up here as we were talking about it today, because I want you to also know that you might start to feel that you need more rest. And if you have been living in this hustle culture, it might feel like, I can't do that. I can't give myself that time. But we want to be a community who encourages you to to give yourself that time to rest um, because it's going to amplify your ability to call in the things that you want and to get those things that are, you know, even bigger than you can imagine if you're honoring um, your need to rest. Yeah. And sometimes that's where the messages come in. Like you said, it's, you, you're so busy doing other things that if you don't honor that time, then you can't identify the nudges that you're getting, at least not as easily. So the rest is is so key. Yes, rest to amplify your awareness. Um, trust us, it will it will happen. Um, another practice that I think is important and that we've tried on and we continue to try to honor is um, our relationship with time. So in hustle culture, we have gotten accustomed to maybe saying things like, well, I don't have time for that. I can't show up for me because I'm doing all of these other things that are on my schedule that someone else has asked me to do. And then um, we start to realize that we're not showing up for ourselves because we are committed to so many other things. And then we just keep saying, I don't have time for that. And so this time scarcity type of mindset is what we're carrying along. And I think the challenge for me was to start saying, well, that's not a priority to me. And when I started phrasing it like that, I was like, oh, yeah, actually showing up for me is a priority for me. And so it nudged the shift. It was taking me out of this limiting belief of, you know, these stories I was telling myself that I have to do all of these things that have been scheduled for me because they've been scheduled for me. But then I got to shift into, okay, I get to do these things for me because they're scheduled for me too. So I think I think time scarcity is a big tool that we would encourage you to tap into when you're um, wanting to lean into to kind of learning to ask for what you want and and seeing something better coming along. I love that. And so I think the next thing to do is say, do you believe that you can ask for what you want? And can you move forward with hoping and dreaming and believing again that it's possible? We want to welcome you to tune in, stay close, and grow with us. Come feel empowered, inspired, and connected. Check the show notes to follow us. And of course, 
We'd love for you to tag us on social media when you share what lands for you. Until next time, breathe on purpose, stay curious, and trust your intuition. 